Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the Wikipedia page for the acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Yes, indeed, duty, everybody. Subscribe. You know, because it's free and it doesn't cost you $8, which I think was the latest price that Elon suggested for having a blue check mark. Really? Yeah, $8 a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, how much do you pay? I pay nothing. I see. This sounds like it's going in a really devastating direction. Actually, not really. I think that if people want a blue check mark and they want to pay for it, that's totally fine by me because I don't have to pay for it. So there you go. Meaning I know that people with blue check marks are going to get their blue check marks taken away if they don't pay for them. Mm-hmm. But that's fine by me. <laughs> I don't up, need the blue check mark. I don't need the blue check mark. It's fine. <laughs> Although if it becomes a thing where like I need it for business, then I would, but I don't know if it gives you any real benefit. It looks cool. It does look cool, but then if people can have it when they pay for it, then who cares? Yeah, no, I agree. But anyway, we are reading just a portion of the reactions section of this article, which is surprisingly long. That's right. People 
there were a lot of reactions to it, and we thought that that's what we, what people are talking about. So we'll read the overview of the acquisition, and then we'll go straight to the reaction section where all the action is. Let's start. Acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk. The acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk began on April 14th, 2022, and concluded on October 27th, 2022. Business magnate Elon Musk began buying shares of American social media company Twitter, Inc. in January 2022, eventually becoming the company's largest shareholder in April, with a 9.1% ownership stake. Twitter then invited Musk to join its board of directors, which Musk at first accepted before subsequently declining. On April 14th, he made an unsolicited offer to purchase the company for $43 billion, which Twitter responded with a poison pill strategy to resist a hostile takeover. On April 25th, Twitter's board of directors unanimously accepted Musk's buyout offer of $44 billion, with the company set to be taken private. Musk stated that he planned to introduce new features to the platform, make its algorithms open source, combat spam bot accounts, and promote free speech. Yeah, let me just throw in an extra billion for you. No problem. <laughs> I don't know why the price rose from $43 billion to $44 billion, but all of those people who were shareholders for Twitter who made out like bandits, congratulations. Good job, guys. Musk announced his intention to terminate the agreement in July, asserting that Twitter had breached their agreement by refusing to crack down on spam bot accounts. The company filed a lawsuit against Musk in the Delaware Court of Chancery shortly thereafter, the trial scheduled for the week of October 17th. Weeks before the trial was set to begin, Musk reversed course, announcing that he would move forward with the acquisition. The deal was closed on October 27th, with Musk immediately becoming Twitter's new owner and CEO. He also fired several top executives, including previous CEO Parag Agrawal. Twitter shares stopped trading on the New York Stock Exchange the following day. Musk has since proposed several reforms to Twitter, including the creation of a content moderation council to handle free speech. Hmm. I don't know if that's a bad idea. Or I'm a good just idea. Saying, <laughs> sounds like a contradiction. Content moderation council. Well, yeah, I mean, because he doesn't want people just like, you know, blasting off the N-word left and right, but he also doesn't want it to be as tightly constrained as it might have been previously. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. I feel like Elon Musk is an intelligent person, but you know, obviously he makes mistakes, as does everybody. Reception to the buyout has been mixed, with praise going to Musk's planned reforms and a vision for the company, but criticism over fears of a potential rise in misinformation, disinformation, harassment, and hate speech on the platform. Conservatives, right-wingers, libertarians, and Republicans have largely praised the purchase, while liberals, left-wingers, progressives, Democrats, and former and present Twitter employees have voiced concerns about Musk's intentions. That's right. Let's go down to these reactions and hear some of them. Yeah, we should definitely hear some of the reactions. Acquisition announcement. Agrawal applauded the purchase and assured employees that no layoffs were planned at that time. 
He also led an all-hands meeting on April 29th to address concerns raised by employees. Dorsey endorsed the sale, stating that taking Twitter back from Wall Street is the correct first step, and that he trusted Musk to be the owner of the company. Twitter general counsel Vijaya God allegedly cried during a meeting about the announcement and was subjected to online trolling. Musk's June 17th meeting with employees was generally negatively received by participants who found Musk's statements incoherent and uninspiring. Musk was repeatedly derided and mocked by Twitter employees on their internal Slack channels after the deal was brokered. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting them on Slack. Love it. Republican lawmakers in the U.S. Congress, such as Jim Jordan, Yvette Harrell, Marsha Blackburn, and Ted Cruz praised the deal, calling it a restoration of free speech. Meanwhile, Democratic lawmakers, such as Pramila Jayapal, Jesus Garcia, Marie Newman, Mark Pecan, and Elizabeth Warren criticized Musk and the buyout. In June, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton launched an investigation into whether Twitter had misled authorities on its number of spambot accounts, alluding to prior claims made by Musk. Former U.S. President Donald Trump expressed approval with the deal, but stated that he would not rejoin the platform, even if he is unbanned due to his preference for his own social media platform, Truth Social. Musk later indicated his intention to reverse Twitter's ban on Trump. Mexican President Lopez Obrador stated that he hoped Musk would rid Twitter of the corruption that's there. Manipulation with bots. Federal Communications Commission FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr responded to calls for the agency to block the purchase by saying that it has no authority to do so, calling such requests absurd. Theory Britain, the European Commissioner for Internal Market emphasized that any company operating in Europe needs to comply with their rules, while the European Union EU announced the new online rules will overhaul the digital market and tech giants. On the 31st of October 2022, U.S. Senator Chris Murphy called on the federal government to investigate national security concerns raised by Saudi Arabia's role in Musk's takeover of Twitter. Saudi Arabian prince Al-Walid bin Talal helped Musk finance the acquisition of Twitter by rolling over his $1.9 billion stake in the social media company. The move made Saudi entities the second largest shareholder in Twitter behind only Musk himself. Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this message while we all digest the fact that Saudi Arabia owns most of Twitter. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. (laughs) And remember, Saudi Arabia is filled with people just like here. I mean, I know that. I just didn't know that Saudi Arabia owned most of Twitter. Saudi Arabia doesn't own most of Twitter. Saudi Arabian prince Al-Walid bin Talal owns most of Twitter. Yes. By April 27th, 30,000 new users had joined the decentralized network of servers running open-sourced Mastodon software. Conservative Twitter accounts experienced a significant increase in followers, 
while liberal ones experienced a slight decrease. Additionally, many left-leaning users left the platform following the buyout. LGBTQ plus users and activists expressed apprehension about the deal based on tweets by Musk mocking transgender people, fearing that the replatforming of suspended Twitter accounts would lead to a rise in online harassment and hate speech. Followers of the QAnon conspiracy theory celebrated the purchase, believing that Musk's free speech approach would allow them back onto the platform. On June 3rd, a group of political advocacy groups, which included the Center for Countering Digital Hate, GLAAD, and Media Justice, initiated a campaign to block the proposal by calling for a review of the deal by the government and a boycott of the platform by advertisers. <laughs> Fat chance, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Henrik Fisker, co-founder of electric vehicle maker Fisker Inc. and a rival of Musk, left Twitter shortly after the acquisition announcement. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos questioned whether Tesla's business interest in China would give the Chinese government leverage over Twitter via Musk before answering that it would probably not. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates questioned if Musk would allow the spread of public health misinformation, including vaccine misinformation. Wikipedia co-founder Jimmy Wales speculated speculated that Twitter could either thrive or fall within five years under Musk's supervision. He speculated that it could be either good or bad. Great speculation, Jimmy Wales. We love you, Jimmy. I don't know who she means by we, because it wasn't me. Bitcoin investor Roger Ver and Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong welcomed the buyout, citing the potential for reduction of perceived censorship on Twitter. Google and Alphabet CEO Sundar Pichai said that he hoped Twitter would improve over time due to its importance to society, while Facebook and Meta Platforms founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg expressed confusion and uncertainty over the proposed buyout. Oh, he's confused. Yeah, I never expected to relate to Mark Zuckerberg, but of all these people listed in their reactions, I relate the most to Mark Zuckerberg. Attempted termination. Edget instructed employees not to share commentary on the purported cancellation. Nonetheless, several Twitter employees posted humorous messages making light of the situation. Tesla shares rose 2.11% in the hours after Musk's announcement. Trump criticized Musk and called the acquisition rotten, to which Musk rebuffed by saying it was time for Trump to hang up his hat and sail into the sunset. (laughs) Burn. These initial comments resulted in a longer online feud between Trump and Musk. With the exception of Trump, most conservatives sided with Musk. Former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon attacked Twitter for allegedly lying about the prevalence of its spam bot accounts, while Turning Point USA CEO Charlie Kirk mused that Musk may have been seeking to expose Twitter the whole time. In an email to Twitter's employees in response to Zotko's complaint, Agrawal sharply rejected the claims and called them a false narrative. This is the way I think happened, and I have nothing to back this up except for my own wild conjectures. This is a podcast, after all. I think that Elon Musk was like, I'm going to buy Twitter because I can. And he made his announcement on Twitter. So he tweeted that he's going to buy for $43 billion dollars. And then he was like, nah, I don't want to do that because that was just an impulsive thing. 
but because he made an announcement and affected the market it was like a legal it was a thing it was a real thing that could be wrong though because also he could have just been planning this the whole time because when he started buying a bunch of twitter and then be- he got invited to the board he could have been planning it all way back then of course it could have been just like what i think where he just like kind of flippantly made this remark and then <laughs> and realized oops i have to buy this or i have to go to court i have absolutely no idea that's uh, also true for me yeah revival and closure trump responded approvingly of the purchase after the deal was closed saying that he was pleased twitter was insane hands rather than what he termed radical left lunatic so trump just like is now he's happy even though they were fighting about it i guess so other Republican politicians, including Dan Crenshaw, Daryl Issa, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marshall Blackburn, Anthony Sabatini, Amy Krimer, Lauren Biebert. <laughs> I'm sure that her name isn't Biebert. Lauren Bobert? Biebert? Let's just say Lauren Biebert. Dick Black, Cruz, and Jordan applauded the purchase as well. Democrat Amy Klobuchar voiced her distrust of Musk and called for tighter government regulation of the platform. Dmitry Medvedev, deputy chairman of the Security Council of Russia and former president of Russia, was pleased with the news, stating that he hoped Twitter would eliminate political bias and ideological dictatorship. Britain again emphasized that Twitter was bound by the EU's laws, alluding to the recently passed Digital Services Act. Internally, Twitter employees expressed concern that Musk would lay off employees before they received their compensation payments, among other messages criticizing Musk and voicing solidarity with each other. Women's rights activist Sei Akiwawo tweeted her disappointment with God's dismissal, with children's rights activist Bibon Kidron said that Musk's newfound power would not result in more free speech. Podcaster Joe Rogan praised Musk for his aspirations, while right-wing Twitter account Libs of TikTok rejoiced over the news of the purchase. Media personality Stu Peters, who had been blocked from Twitter for months, attempted to circumvent the block after the purchase using a new account, which was later suspended. (laughs) It's really funny. We found you sneaking into Twitter. Margarita Simonian, editor-in-chief of the Russian state-controlled RT Broadcasting Service, demanded that Musk lift her Twitter suspension. Technology investor Jason Pelicanus was cited in several of Musk's private texts filed at the Delaware Court of Chancery, jokingly expressed a desire to become Twitter's chief meme officer, while Bin Talal al-Saud congratulated Musk on the purchase. Tesla rival General Motors announced it would temporarily stop paid advertising on Twitter, while Meta's oversight board invited Twitter to discuss its plans with them. Alt-Tech social media platform Parler welcomed Musk's purchase, while Alt-Tech platform Getter was more skeptical, believing Twitter was fundamentally broken. Parler. That's the platform that was bought by um, Kanye West. Yes. Or Yee now. Yep. All comes full circle. Yes, it does. Online reception to Musk's completion of the purchase was mixed. According to Mimetica, a digital investigations company, several far-right figures experienced a significant increase in followers after the deal was finalized, 
while many progressive experience a significant decrease, although it is unclear if Musk's takeover drove the changes in followers. Multiple celebrities in the entertainment industry announced their departure from the platform, while some left-wing influencers such as John Pavlovitz and Rob Reiner urged fellow leftists to remain on Twitter for the time being. The Network Contagion Research Institute, NCRI, observed a 500% spike in the use of the racial slur. I'm not even going to say N-word. <laughs> it is written out in the article. And I get it that it that you want to be unbiased, but I just am not going to the racial slur inward in the 12 hours after Musk completed the acquisition, while The Washington Post noted an increase in pro-Nazi misogynistic and anti-LGBT tweets. Basketball player LeBron James expressed concern over the NCRI's report condemning unfit people saying hate speech is free speech. Twitter responded by saying that the accounts using racial slurs were part of a trolling campaign and would be banned summarily. Wow. There you go. Ban them. I guess so. Well, that is it, everybody. Apparently, what I heard most in that article was 500% more use of the N-word. I, <laughs> There's a lot more yeah. to it, though. There is a lot more to it, including hate speech against other groups included. And I think that can be our takeaway from Elon Musk's acquisition of Twitter is that his presence inspires people to come out with hate. I don't think that's our takeaway at all. I think of it this way. Uh huh. Elon Musk, good luck. I really hope that your aspirations for Twitter are realized and it becomes a much cooler place. I would love that. I recognize the fact that, you know, Tesla is coming up with some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> and so is SpaceX. There's just cool stuff there. And I know it's not all Elon Musk. I know he has teams and whatever. But if he's like the guy who's like leading the way and he wants to make Twitter cool, I would love it if it was really cool. That'd be I great. Mean, the point of Tesla cars is to create a car that is better for the environment, correct? I don't know for sure. I don't well, think it's just better for the environment. I think it's also safer and uh -huh. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of things. Well, yeah, and and one of those things is that it's better for the environment because it's an electric car. Now, oh, here we go. The problem comes in that like Twitter as an existence must be detrimental to the environment because of like all the physical server space and power and everything that goes along with it. Look, that's all I'm saying. Gonna leave it at that. You sound like you're out of your mind. <laughs> it's because I am. All right. This has been the Wikipedia page for Acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for Twitter, which is at wiki <laughs> underscore listen. It sure you can is. rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate that. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your comments at us on Twitter. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. On Twitter. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.